Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Hey moms! Today we're going to talk about little Duval's statement where he said he doesn't believe that women should work. Yes, that's what he said. He believes women that have children should not work. And guess what y'all? I agree. Yep, I said it. I agree even as a mom that is single. And let me tell you why. So let me give you just a little bit of backstory of what happened to me this past, I guess it's it's been these past two days, like so much drama with my family. And this is the kicker, right? And this is the reason why I'm going to tell you I do what I do and why I do what I do and how I do what I do. This is why. So in my family... I lived in a household with my mom, her husband, who is my stepfather, three stepchildren, my sibling that's eight years younger than me, and me. That's that's that was my family makeup. I would say probably from the age of maybe eight to seventeen. So as you know, in a household like that, you know, I would say that my mom did the best that she knew to do based on what she knew to do. In that particular moment, in that particular time, in that particular era, being a mom with so many kids in the household, being a wife, working full time and all those different things. And I would just say that because of that, my family was a very supportive family when it came to finances and just being able to support me with things I want to do. So if I needed to take an ACT or SAT, they could take me where I needed to go to take the test. If I needed money for, you know, books or whatever, you know, whatever I needed as far as getting my hair done, those things were the ones that were met. But what went lacking in a household like that was the emotional and mental support that I needed in that point in my life as a teenager. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all, honestly, this is something that I probably would have never talked about on my podcast. Never, or even in any of my social media posts, nothing at all, because guess what? This whole time, I've spent so much time and energy trying to be cognizant of my mom's feelings and my sister's feelings and thinking about everyone's feelings and not trying to offend, right? I've spent so much time trying to do that. And this is the kicker, y'all. I wrote a post two days celebrating myself celebrating my ability to bounce back from going through bankruptcy and then having multiple repossessions, right? In like 2008, I'm celebrating myself with a win because I turned around and bought my car. I mean, I bought my daughter who's 16, 16 years old, a car. So I made the statement in the Facebook post about, oh my goodness, like I'm just in awe and just so thankful that I could go I could go from buying my first cash car 
after car repossession and bankruptcy and now being able to go buy my daughter a cash car off the lot with money from my own personal checking account. No loan, but my own money from my own checking account. And it was a message to be motivational and inspiring to all of you to know that in the mix of whatever you have going on, if you're dealing with some financial struggles, if you've decided to do bankruptcy or foreclosure or repossession like me, it's possible for you to have that comeback, for you to be able to live the life that I live right and be able to do these things it's like it's not the end yes you're going to feel sad you're going to feel disappointed you're going to feel like what did I do wrong yes you're going to have all those feelings you're going to have the gamut of emotions but this post that particular post was intended to be a post of inspiration not a post of contempt and guess what y'all I wrote this post I've gotten so many likes so many comments because people actually read the post they read the post and they read the post from a good space and a good energy as good good human beings but for some reason my own sister my biological sister and I would say we're eight years apart so we're not necessarily close. We're not close. I'm not going to even sit here and lie. We're not close. We're eight years apart. And on top of that, we're so different. We're on totally opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to our personalities, how we operate and everything. So we're not close, but we're still sisters. And there's been times where she might have needed support for different things. And I've always been there. Well, she decided and my, you know, now it's like a three family household because when I was, I guess you would say, a senior in high school, soon to graduate, my mom did get a divorce. But not long after that, I left. I went off to college at the University of Central Florida in Orlando. And during that time, so from maybe my sister was maybe eight or nine, maybe something like that, she had my mom to herself. So for the remainder of her life up until adulthood, it was solely her and her mom, her and my mom. So definitely her relationship with my mom our mom is so 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 different because my it was just the two of them in a household right so it's just two of them versus when I had my mom I was in the house with her husband and four other kids and she worked full-time so that relationship and that bond is not the same not the same and don't get it don't get me wrong like we get along now she's even temporarily staying with me so we get along we love each other but it's still not that same bond so then my sister decides to post this nasty post comment under my post that was intended for inspiration. And I was floored and I was just like, wow. So then I did, you know, I responded in a very intelligent way, but it was just like, wow, I felt hurt. I felt isolation. I felt sad. I cried because it was just like, wow. This wasn't even a post that was even about my mom. This post was not even about my upbringing. And I've spent so much time with trying not to offend. And then even my mom, she felt offended by, I guess, just the fact that I post about different things and stories. And it makes her feel like that she didn't do a good job as a mom because I say, Things like, well, when I grew up, I didn't know this or that. And yet, but this is the kicker. Like I've, I've said to her and I'm even saying it now. It's not about you. 
It's not about you. It's nothing against my mom as a parent. But for some reason, yes, she still got offended. I'm like, well, dang, I'm offending my mother and my sister. And these aren't even things that are even offensive. It, this post was strictly a post about me. And it's like, well, God dang, it's kind of like that mentality of, a teenager who's out late, who's past curfew, they like, well, shoot, I might as well stay out all night since I'm going to be in trouble anyways. If I'm going to be accused of doing something anyways, I might as well stay out all night. And, you know, at this point in my life as of today, that's pretty much how I feel. It's like, wait a minute. Out of everybody, you know, it's one thing to have to deal with external people or people who might not like you if have issues with you and you deal with those comments. That I got it all day, all day. But therefore, to be my own sister who felt the need to go to bat for the same mother that we share. And let's not forget the mother that's temporarily staying with me just for a short stint. But still, clearly, my mother and I are close enough to be able to live together and live in the same household and for her to live in my household. And yet, some reason... My sister felt the need to go to bat for her and bash me on my comments on Facebook and then had the audacity to send me some really nasty texts that I didn't even bother to really read in full. It's like, you know what? I'm not letting this mess up my energy. I know who I am. I know who I be. I know how I show up in this world. And I know that I don't play when it comes to my kid. Period. I do not play when it comes to my job as a mom. I do not play. So what you're not going to do is send me text messages about all kind of other foolishness. So I just didn't even read all of it, deleted that mess, and blocked her behind. So I'm sorry, y'all. I got a little angry because this right here is something I'm very passionate about. So when I say to you all, I believe in what Lil Duval says, I believe in that. And I already know y'all going to say, well, Keita, I need the money. Guess what, y'all? I need the money, too. So it's a, it's a caveat for the mom that's single, you know, like with you and I. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have a husband. So for women who have a husband who can provide financially, definitely. You go ahead and you be the wife that stays at home. And this is the thing. Once your kids become school age, you might still be kind of sort of a stay-at-home mom. Like, school age might be like four they go to school for a few hours at four, but then definitely at five, you can still kind of sort of be a stay-at-home mom to be supportive, but then you can also run a small business that doesn't require a lot of you, and you can just work that small business during the hours that your kids are at school. So that's what moms can do who are actually married, okay? You're married. Your husband can provide financially. That's something that you can do because I, I've read some different comments and moms are like, well, I want to still live my dreams and I don't want to just watch kids. And it's like, you can still do both. You know, if you're a wife and you have a husband who can provide financially. Now, for those of us who are like me, who's been a mom that's single from day one, so far as I'm concerned, like Azalea is my child, period, hands down, my responsibility. If her dad does, great. If he doesn't do that's cool, too. It would be nice if he did. But if he didn't, that's cool, too. Because at the end of the day, this is my child. I carried her in my womb and I birthed her. So this is my baby. So I'm going to make sure that she's good. Hella high water, period. OK, this is my baby. So for those of us like me, 
what you do is you create a lifestyle. You design the life that you want to have for you and your child. That's what you do. So, yes, I still have to work. I have to make money because I do have bills. Now, I don't have big bills. Now, I don't have them big bills like I used to have back in the day. You know, the $1,000 mortgage, the $400 car, $900 car, big credit cards, land, time, shit, all that. No, 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 no. You can't have big bills. Only unless, like, you're wealthy and you make, like, you know, two hundred, three hundred thousand. Then, by all means, you can have all those expenses. But if you're like me and you're right on the cut, like you make six figures, low six figures, but you make low six figures or what have you, or even when I made, I would say forty thousand, sixty-five thousand. I always kept my bills low. So the way you do it, mom, when you're a mom that's single, and the way I do it, basically, is what I'm saying to you, is that I keep my bills low. So no matter what type of work I do. I still can live pretty doggone good because my bills, you know, are, are always less than 2000 And sometimes they range between 1500 to 2000 That's how I operate when it comes to my bills. But besides the money aspect of it, like I said, I have to make money because, yes, I do pay bills. And like I said, I even bought my daughter a cash card the other day and I paid for it myself and I paid the insurance myself. So we have to make money, but we designed the life the way we want it. And back then, y'all, I'm going to tell you, like, I talk about dream big. I talk about live life on your own terms. And those are things and vernaculars, you know, vernacular that I know now. But back then in 2008, it was as simple as this is what my vision was. This is what my simple vision was back then. My vision was I desire to be the homeroom mom, period. That was it. That was my vision. And the underlining message that I never talk about on Facebook because or social media or even my podcast was because I didn't offend. But at this point, it's like, you know what? I'm offending even when I'm not even really even offending. I'm still offending. So the intent, once again, that my mom, sister, whoever listened to this podcast, the intent is not to still offend. But what I am going to do is I'm going to speak my truth through my lenses through my life experiences. That is what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be muted by anybody and especially not family because someone doesn't want to hear what I have to say because this is my own truth. You have your truth. She has her truth. Everybody has their own truth. And God, dog, I have my own truth. So I'm going to speak my truth. So it wasn't just about the the concept of the the homeschool, the, the mom that's the homeroom mom. And basically for People that live in COVID age, I don't know if you have homeroom moms anymore. But basically with the homeroom mom, she was the mom that could actually go to school during the day while kids were at schools. She could help the teacher. She could help with the birthday parties. She could help with the planning. So basically it was simply a mom who had the time to be able to go in in her daughter or son's classroom during the school day when her child was at school to help the teacher out. That's what it was about. So that was simply my dream big. What really, for some, you might say, well, Akita, I don't see that as dreaming big. For me back then, that was all it was about. It was simply, I desire to be the homeroom mom, which meant I would have the time to be able to go do those things still make a living, and then still have time to pick my child up in the evening and still be able to work. That's what it meant. And that's what led me to go back to school, get my master's in social work, and now pursue, you know, life coaching 
That's what made me decide to do it and completely work virtually. That is what led to everything that that happens now in my life. It simply started with that dream, that idea, that vision of I desire to be the homeschool mom. And with with what little Duval said, it's simply about it's not it's it's more about a parent being able to be present for their child. That's why they that's why he said women shouldn't work if you know women shouldn't work if they have children. So like I said, I agree, but once again, for the mom that's single like me, we can't necessarily not work <laughs> because we have to make money. But we can design our lives to where we can be that homeschool mom. And even now my daughter's in high school and I'm not the homeschool mom, but I'm the mom that's on the SAT committee. I'm the mom that's available to pick my daughter up if I need to, but luckily now she has a car. But still, I'm that mom that's also able to be mentally present the days when I pick my daughter up from her bus or take her to the bus in the morning. Hey, what's going on? What do you need support with? Hey, are you on track to get straight A's? Any concerns with school? Hey, what's the T? You know, like able to be mentally there for my daughter and emotionally there for my daughter. And I'm not saying that I'm the perfect parent. I'm not. If there's anything that, but the thing, the good thing about my daughter and I is because of me being a present parent, parent that still works, still makes money, but has always had a flexible schedule that allowed me to be available physically, available emotionally, available mentally, is that if she feels like, hey, mom, you're not giving me the love that I desire, or mom, you know, I wish you were in my game. So like recently, especially, I guess, between (laughs) September and October, like I did a lot of traveling, like I did a lot of traveling. And she's doing Vicats. So she's on a dance team. And they pretty much dance every Friday. But on the weekend, she's with her dad. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm off. Like, I don't have to be your own parent on those weekends. So I'm off. So I'm taking a trip. I'm gone. And then she said, well, mom, I feel like it's no longer you and I. I don't feel like we're bonded like that. I don't feel I don't feel that love from you. And I was like, you know what, Azalea? I apologize. You know, I apologize. I didn't realize that you wanted me to call every day. And this is the funny thing. Like when she visits her dad, I never used to call her because, hey, it's like she's at her dad. Hey, y'all have y'all time. Do you? Right. So I never call. But I guess for her, it was something about her visiting her dad. But she knows that her mom is jet setting in Chicago or the Virgin Islands or going to Houston. You know, it was just the idea that she knew that I was gone. So because of that, she was able to actually come to me and talk to me because we have that type of bond, right? Because it's just the two of us and I'm what? Mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, occupationally present for her. I am present for her holistically. So when she told me that, I immediately apologized about it and didn't view it that way. And even though I still took some trips, I make sure and called every single day while I was away. And I will say I made the past few games that she had. But it's because we have that type of relationship and that dynamic. So regardless, mom, basically what Lil Duval is saying, I know his statement was simply about, you know, mom's not working, but the bigger The bigger picture behind that is simply mom 
just like I've done and I know you can too. You have to design your life, design your life in a way that will allow you to still make money because you're a mom that's single and you need the coins. You need the bag. I got it because I need my coins too. But you got to design your life in a way that's going to give you the coins. And what is that real, that one value to you? My one value, one, was simply I desire to be the homeschool mom, period. And everything else that has occurred was in alignment with that. Basically, the things I did was to support that one thing, to be the homeschool mom. I picked a career that was going to allow me to be the homeroom mom. I'm sorry, not homeschool, homeroom mom, which I did, I will say, later in life. When she was in middle school, I did do homeschool. Why? Once again, because I am a parent who's able to be present holistically for my child. So when my baby needed me and she was having issues in middle school, I quit my job. And I homeschooled her for a few months and then she transitioned back into regular high school for ninth grade. But once again, you have to design your life, mom, you, not somebody else. And I'm not saying that your co-parent should not have to do anything. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you have to take ownership for you. You got to take ownership for your baby because guess what? That's your baby, period. That baby came out your body. And I'm not saying that men shouldn't do nothing, all that. So don't even start with all that. There. No, that's not what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, mom, it's on you. And I'm not saying this to you just to say it like, no, this is how I feel. And this is how I operate. And hence, that is why I've designed my life in a way to where I can be the homeroom mom. Everything I've done to this point for pretty much these past 13 years was to support being the homeroom mom. And like I said, y'all might not have homeroom moms anymore. We have COVID and as your kids age, you don't, you know, you know, you're not part of a homeroom. Okay. So like she's in high school, we don't have that anymore, but it's still the same underlining principle, being able to be present for your child holistically. That's what little Duval was saying without saying it. And, and to break it down even further, it means being present for your child financially, being present for your child emotionally, being present for your child mentally, being present for your child spiritually, being present for your child physically, being present for your child occupationally to talk to them about their careers, being a present parent, period. That's what it's about, being a present parent. So listen, moms, definitely in a few weeks, um, I'll be in Acapulco, Mexico. So if you desire to have a one-on-one coaching experience with me on the beautiful, in the beautiful oceanfront condo in Acapulco, Mexico, definitely send me that PM at Lakita Brooks, L-C-S-W. Once again, that's L-E-Q-U-I-T-A Brooks, B-R-O-O-K-S, L-C-S-W. And also moms, if you're like, you know what, Lakita, I don't know how to design my life. I don't know how to do it. I desire to be the homeroom mom. I desire to be the car rider mom. I des- the car rider mom. I desire to be the mom that's present. I desire to be the mom who can still make money and have time for my child and be for real present in my child's life. Because guess what? I know what it's like to live in a household with four other siblings 
and a husband and not really have that mental and emotional support that I desire from my mom. And once again, I'm not blaming her because most parents, your main job and the main thing you think about is simply providing for your child. That is what your main priority is, is providing. So it's nothing against her. She did the best that she knew how to do in that moment. I'm doing the best that I know how to do in this moment as a parent. And you're doing the best you know how to do in this moment. Hindsight is always 2020, And I know it's cliche to say, but it is. We only do what we know to do in that particular moment. So it's no dig on her. It's no offense to her. I just know because of my own experience and having that financial support that I needed when I was growing up, I had that type of support, but I didn't have those other things that I talk about from a holistic standpoint. And I'm appreciative and thankful for the financial support because that allowed me to be able to do the things I did in high school and even go off to college. So I'm very thankful and appreciative of that. So now because of my own experience of not having that holistic support that I needed as a young person that I didn't know that I needed, right? Because as I said, most parents focused on taking care of the kids and providing. And even I was talking with a friend of mine yesterday, we were at BJ's at Brewery and they was like, you know, honestly, Keita, my parents didn't even talk to me about what I wanted to do or gave me none of that support because they were so busy working. And that's what most parents do. They're so busy working to where they think that's all they need to do. But in actuality, kids need a fully present parent, a, a parent that's there mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually. And all the other ones that I can't think of right now. But basically, I've named them already, I want to say. But y'all, listen, you know what I'm saying. I'm here. Make sure if you know that you you desire to design a life, that's going to allow you to make the money you need to make or make the money you desire. Because I forgot, I forgot. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, I'm getting all tongue tied. I'm so passionate about this. Bump need. We ain't even talking about need no more. We're talking about your desires. If you know that you're a parent who desire to make a certain amount of money, Right. Your desires and also be able to be present for your child. You need to make sure and send me a PM once again at Lakita Brooks LCSW. That's L-E-Q-U-I-T-A Brooks B-R-O-O-K-S L-C-S-W on Facebook. Make sure you send me that PM so then we can schedule a one on one session. And even if you're not ready to do like a full fledged coaching session with me, we can definitely do a, a single desire strategy session for us to really process what is it that you desire where you're at today where you desire to go in there from that discussing a roadmap to get you from where you're at today and where you desire to go so you just like me can be that parent that is a present parent and there for your child from a holistic standpoint and you can still make money to provide i'm lakita brooks until next sunday at 11 a.m see it say it simplified. Ciao. Thanks mom for joining me today at the single mom's brunch podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what mom, I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift. I am Lakita Brooks. And remember, you are not a single mom. You are a mom that is 
single.